Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Lucy Kellaway's podcast from the Financial Times. My favourite moment from my favourite film is when the skies open and the rain comes pouring down in The Sound of Music. Seven hostile children cower on the bed of their new governess, who gives them a lesson in her favourite things in life. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, she starts to sing. In an instant, their hostility is swept away and they become so overexcited that they start ripping down the floral curtains so that she can make romper suits from the fabric. I tried to recreate this happy scene on a drizzly day in the office last week by asking colleagues to name their favourite things about being at work. They looked blank. Going home, they suggested. Being left alone to get on with work. My interest in the subject came from a new theory of happiness that says the only reliable pleasures in life are the small ones. Big pleasures, like religion or marriage, are leakier vessels than they used to be and life is getting so stressful that the little things are all we have to keep us sane. The theory is expounded in Froth on the Cappuccino, How Small Pleasures Can Save Your Life, by Maeve Haran. Clearly it's nonsense. Small pleasures have always been huge, as Fräulein Maria knew so well. Margaret Thatcher apparently knew it too. According to Ms Haran, the former PM once claimed her greatest satisfaction was taking the fluff out of the tumble dryer. It's a nice story, but I doubt it. I can see that removing fluff would be more satisfying than smashing the National Union of Mine Workers, but only if one has a slovenly approach to laundry. I harvest my fluff so infrequently that I get great handfuls of grey felt, which is wonderfully satisfying. If it's done daily, as was surely the case in Maggie's well-run household, it's no fun at all. Miss Horan goes on to list all her favourite things, many of which are my favourites too. I'm also fond of early nights and find that not getting a parking ticket is almost enough to make one believe in God. But she turns out to like cleaning windows, which is surely boring, hard work and frustrating, and four-poster beds, which are pretentious, claustrophobic and too short. Yet what's most noticeable about the book is that none of her small pleasures is to be found in the office, which is a shame as work takes up most of our waking lives. Last week I set about trying to fill the gap by collecting a rival list of small office pleasures. At first I found it hard as pleasure and office seemed to occupy distant parts of the brain. The only pleasures I could think of were the ones that were swept away a long time ago. In the old days there were long boozy lunches on expenses. There were secretaries who obligingly took dictation. There were corner offices with wood panelling. There were people who used to say, ''Good morning, Mr So-and-so.'' There were tea ladies and cake trolleys. The office of the 70s seems a temple of pleasure compared with today. Actually, though, the modern office is better than it looks. Work remains a perfect breeding ground for pleasures, as nice things feel even nicer when set against a background of compulsion, duty and drudgery. For me, the small pleasures start on arrival. Lattes with lids and Danish pastries to eat at your desk. Doing email in the office before anyone is in. 
Objects can give pleasure too. A really comfortable chair at just the right angle and height. A new packet of paper for the printer. Above all, the stationery cupboard. To visit it, as I did last week, and find it fully stocked with good pens and the precise size of batteries I needed gave me an intense stab of joy. There are lots of pleasures associated with routine. A commute can be comforting. So can the familiar structure of the week. The same sandwich bar for lunch has a lot to be said for it. The biggest pleasure comes from other people. There's the simple daily business of asking, did anyone see that weird programme about Stephen Fry last night? If you work in an office, you're a bit part in a soap opera, which is very nice indeed. Gossip and flirting are big small pleasures, and the office is the right place for both. There is another category of pleasures that don't feel at all pleasurable until you try living without them. IT help desks are one. Air conditioning in hot summer is another. The work itself can give joy, finishing a tiresome job or doing something well. While work can be satisfying, skiving can be more so. Doing the supermarket shop on the home computer gives no pleasure. Doing it in a quiet five minutes at work gives quite a bit. Getting back time feels good. A cancelled lunch is the best possible start to the day. But headiest of all are small boosts to the ego. Somebody congratulating you on a piece of work. Someone saying they like your new hairdo. These boosts can happen as often as one likes. The pleasure never dulls. In all, I have so many favourite things at work that I feel a song coming on. Stationary cupboards and latte with lids on. Small ego boosters and... It's good so far, but there I must stop, as I can't think of anything to rhyme with lids on. Thank you for listening. To read Lucy Kellaway's columns online, please visit www.ft.com forward slash Kellaway. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.